Hello, and welcome back to another edition of the Profit Roadmap. I am Cody Owen, alongside Bear Duplissy, as always, stealing the intro right out from under him. It's all right. I chose the topic today, so it's, uh, it serves me right. Yeah, he just wants to make sure everybody knows that it was his his topic. He he chose the expert. So we are bringing back the master of Pareto himself, Mr. Chris Volpe, and I have now been to the mother country, boys. I've been to you Italy? went to Italy? I went to Italy. I Whoa. savored the Italian cheeses. Yes. I ate so much Pareto. I was going to say, how much per, how, how much Pareto did you have? Uh, just like pounds. Pounds? Yeah, man. Pareto so every I'm day. A, so I'm still stopped up, guys. So, so, so Chris and I have had this discussion. Pareto, she, Pareto is so much better over like spaghetti, marinara specifically sauce, you know? But he likes likes to slice it up and just put it on like on crackers and stuff. So why don't we let you uh, settle the debate here, Cody? What's what's better, Pareto's on a dish, preferably marinara, or would you say crackers is is the better option? I like to say. Let me to clarify. Crackers kind of cheapens it. I like to say like a charcuterie. Yeah, yeah, a cheese a cheese board. Exactly. Yeah, Fancy bes- cheese and crackers, cheese board with, with like f- almonds f- yeah, that f- never kasha, met their father. Yeah, yeah, sorry, exactly. Yeah, short change. So he likes it on like, like you know, artisan bread like focaccia and yeah, you know other. Precisely. Let me tell you, I went better. to don't I cheapen to, it. Okay, don't cheapen it. Yeah, I went to Genoa and I had some focaccia. Mm, that's like they they claim that that's like their they invented bread. Uh, you couldn't see it, but Cody actually did the Italian chef kiss. Don't yeah. be offended. It was in love. Yeah. Uh, Did you know Genoa is actually the sail in a boat? Fun fact. It's a port city. So. As well as a city. It's yeah. the sail on a boat? It's actually literally, yeah. It actually is a sail on a boat. I didn't well. know that. Yeah. Did you know it's where salami was invented? I love some salami. Quick, what's your favorite type of salami? Serve a lot. I go hard. <laughs> go hard or go home. Go home. <laughs> All right, now that we have wasted multiple minutes of your life, yeah, we're, we're, time is your most valuable general, resource. You'll never get it back. See, as an entrepreneur, is, this, you're super this is busy. Why, this is why we have the director of training in for these for these episodes because seriously, we you know we get berated for going over a minute and a half of banter. But whenever Volpe <laughs> comes in, we just like automatically just you know kick it to the curb and say, you know, come what? on, we're all having fun. Exactly. Let's exactly. talk about salami. So let's talk about let's talk about Italian cheese. And we're not talking about Italian cheese actually, you know, and if you guys will catch the episode, I'm sure Cody will put the link in the show notes. We are talking about Pareto's principle, uh, which is uh, commonly referred to as the 80-20 rule. Um or 80-20 principle. I'm sure Volpe will correct me here in just a second. So just to kind of revisit it. Nope, both uh, of those are good. So let's just revisit it. So, so tell us uh, just in layman's terms really quickly, 80-20, rehash that. What does that mean? Okay. <clears throat> layman's terms. 20% of your services will make up 80% of your revenue. 20% of your clients will also provide you 80% of your revenue. So you can look at it at a lot of different facets. So on the flip side, 20% of your clients will also cause 80% of the problems or will complain 80% of the time. So you, this can be applied to everything. And that's uh, we're going to put a pin in that because that's actually something I want to come back to. But you can apply this to anything in life. You can actually apply it. It's, it's yep. actually very much applicable to crops, you know, like agriculture. Like 20% of your crops will actually produce 80% of your yield. Yep. Right, and so on. Yeah, so it, so since we're talking about Italy and Pareto himself, 
uh, he actually studied, he lived in Italy in uh, 19th century, I believe. And what he found was 80% of the land was the owned. 80% of the cheese wields. 80% of the cheese wheel, yeah. 80% of the land was actually owned by only 20% of Italians. So, yeah, you can you can apply it to all facets of life. Those dang patricians. <laughs> I was going to say imperialism, but, yeah, it was a little bit before imperialism. So, um, but just – so let's go back to that, that last bullet point you nailed uh, that would be applicable to our audience here, uh, Chris. Um, so – we talk about 20% of your clients creating 80% of your problems. So kind of give us an example of what some of those problems could be. Are we talking about uh, late pays? Are we talking about complaints? Are we talking about, you know, just what are we talking about? Yeah. Is there, I already told you it's everything. Is, I, was about to say, I was about to say. It's called is, teeing the guest up. Is there an option C, all of the above? You're the guest. You tell me the yeah, answer. Yeah, I would say I would say that all of the above. So, um, yeah, just always having credit cards that are declined, or uh, you know, maybe you're just doing cash and checks still. So they're always behind on on paying invoices. Uh, they're just not happy with the quality of of work you're doing, even though we know that you're doing good quality work. Maybe they are perfectionists. Most of you are. Most most of you are. We'll say eighty percent are. Yeah, um, 80% of the, the service the service companies out there. 80% of the listeners. 80% of the listeners even. We're gonna that bottom 20% knows who they are and they're my favorite. <laughs> well, wait, so is the bottom 20% good or bad? Oh, they're the bad seeds. They're the bad they're seeds. They're my people. Yeah. Okay. They're your people. They're who you're preaching to. So <laughs> It's all those millennials. Yes. So, yeah. Yes, it, it is. It could be all of those issues. Um, anything that's going to take you away from productivity in your day. Um, take away from... Focusing on, on, on marketing and growing your company, working on your company, not in your company, because you're having to put out these fires or, or deal with these people who are, are taking away, taking are, are distracting you from what, what's really important. When you talk about productivity, we're specifically talking about, and you and I kind of hinted, hinted around this a little bit before we actually started the show, we were talking about time specifically, right? Yep. And how you could apply this to actually a, a time yeah. principle. So. Yeah, absolutely. So a really easy way to kind of think about it, just try to boil it down. So, you know, let's say, and this is obviously an underestimate, um, or it can be an underestimate, but let's say these problem clients are distracting you an hour a day. Um, well, if you look at, if you apply the 80-20 principle, 80% of one hour is about 48 minutes. Well, of the, so that 48 minutes is really only dealing with a handful of clients or a handful of your customers. So if you can focus on those customers and eliminate what the issue is, then that's 48 minutes that you can get back. And let's talk about that because they might, someone listening might say, well, Chris, 48 minutes of those hours I deal with complaints in a day aren't necessarily about the same thing. Yep. So we want to like dig a little deeper maybe than just what the client is directly saying is the problem and look for what in, in like writing we would say is like the note behind the note. Like there's going to yeah. be a consistent thread here. Something is wrong yep. with there's going to be a common thread running through these complaints and that's what we want to find and squash. Yeah, absolutely. So, and that's the thing. So by focusing on 
by, by being conscious and focusing on that 20%, so going, so those are the 20% that that's accounting for 80% of, of your time of dealing with these um, issues, we, you never want to lose customers if, if you can avoid it. So they actually might be really, really good customers, but they're also very vocal. And maybe they might be speaking for the rest of your customers that aren't speaking out. Maybe maybe there's a, a frustration, a common that's thread, building. like you said, mm-hmm. that's building. So if you just spend some time and attention on them, you can solve an issue. Uh, and then it's going to impact the rest of your customers. Or going back to the example that we were giving earlier, maybe they're the customers that are always late on the invoices. So maybe they're just not a good fit because they never pay you. So <laughs> that, yeah, that's, I, yeah, that, I wanna, that's kind of a red flag. That, uh, that's those darn non-payers, man. <laughs> uh, to, to jump in real quick with, uh, with a story and a plug for something I worked on, uh, if you go over to the Lawn Care Millionaire you YouTube channel. You being selfless, I just, wow, okay. Keep going. No, please. If you go over to the, I'm helping the listeners there. <laughs> don't need your sass. Who booked the guest? You go over to the Lawn Care Millionaire YouTube channel and you look for the office tour that, that I filmed with Kirk Slack, former Biggest Badass. He's been on the podcast. Uh, he realized that like a huge percentage of clients who canceled and canceled in like really dramatic, left a bad review way like let's say 80% of those people who are leaving on like a really sour note were leaving because they were sick of Kirk's crews leaving the gates open. Perfect example. Yep. Yeah. So Kirk built a company culture around, like he has a sign up. First thing you see when you walk into the office, it says shut the damn gate in huge block letters. (laughs) Yes. All of their shirts say we will shut the damn gate. Uh, Their trucks are wrapped and they have Kirk's dog on them, but they also say, we will shut the damn gate. Uh, it's all oh, over. So, so the, oh like my the God, guys that's working. That's brilliant. Yeah. All the guys working in the field are constantly confronted with thinking about this problem so that there's a, a culture now around shutting the damn gate. Uh, just keeps them right on, right on top of that and avoids like, 80% of those potential messy uh, relationship enders with customers. And Kirk said that he, he's fired employees for not shutting the gate. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, I mean, that is a great, simple uh, use of 80-20 principle. So what's that problem in your business? Yeah, it's a great question. And uh, I love – we've talked about positive framing before with uh, former guest uh, Jim Evans, who's my boss in sales. Um, vice president of sales here at Service Autopilot. And that's that's a great example, too, just to do a little offshoot of positive framing, taking a negative, something that actually lost you money, lost you clients, and no less turning it into a tagline and building a company culture around it. It's, mm-hmm. that's, man, that's brilliant. I love it. Um, so wanted wanted to ask a, a question, uh, Chris, because you we've talked about how the 80-20 principle doesn't disappear, uh, meaning so yes. meaning so for example we're talking about okay if you 
simply get rid of 20% of the, those, those problem clients, those 20% that are causing those you the most- mealy mouth, yeah. obnoxious, oh, I hate dealing with them customers. <laughs> they, Every single one of them. ninny muggins. Whoa. Reference? Watch your Reference. mouth. Watch your mouth, You're going to edit sir. that out, Cody, because you caught it. I'm going to bleep it so it makes it sound like you said something, <laughs> something far else. worse. So, oh, please do. That's, that's, that's Did y'all awesome. get the reference? No, I have oh, no yeah, idea what sure. you're talking about. Is this a nerdy thing? What's, it, not, what's the reference? It's Elf. Yes. I'm not six million Will years Ferrell. old. Also, you're failing your child. I'm failing my child? The fact that you did not get that reference means that you don't watch that movie enough my at Christmas with your son. three. He should have seen that movie 18 times. Two years ago. Six six times a Christmas. Okay. Well, my wife would have gotten the reference. She loves that movie. So, you know, we're we're fine. We got it covered. She's going to take Bear care is, of that part. Bear is real defensive. <laughs> well, just like calling out my, whoa, blood spider crawling across the desk. That's a cool story. Wait, wait, um, I'm going to kill it. I'm going to kill it. I'm going to kill this spider. No, you're not. Don't. Okay, you did it. All right. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, it's Very dead. emphatically. It's, it's on my finger. Okay. Very emphatically. I wanted them to hear it. <laughs> that millennial stepping up to fight the beast in the studio. Where okay. was Bear? So we were talking about... Shrinking half, away. Half, we were talking about... <laughs> Let me take control of this podcast, no, guys. No, no, no. Okay, so we were and talking. And reset in three, <laughs> so we were two, talking. Wolfie's put it, putting one, it back on the rails. Wolfie's back, you know, and Wolfie, go. Wolfie's coming back to the days when we used to clap to get to the mic. He's all ready to reset here. So, um, so no, anyway, I can't believe that. That just flew off the handle there. So we were talking about, it, again, if you get rid of these 20% that are problem clients, that doesn't necessarily mean that because 80-20 is a constant principle that actually you will still have 20% of problem clients. They just change. Right. So what you want to do is you want to shrink the the overall pie. Uh, so it's, you know, we, we've said it many times. It's 20% will make up. So 20% of X will make up 80% of Y. Right. So you're dealing with percentages here. So that's why whenever we gave the uh, example of one hour, you know, a nice whole number, we said 80% of that time. So what we're trying to do is we're trying to reduce the overall time. So what you might be able to do, so 20% of your customers will still make up 80% of your problems, but if you're only dealing with problem customers 20 minutes a day, I know- Hey, I don't understand my bill. And like your bill is very easy to understand because you use Service Autopilot. Right, exactly. Or you switch to you know charging credit cards, and that's just that, that's just not an issue anymore. Sure. Um, you know, th- there's a million different ways that you can go and, and solve these issues. So the goal is to reduce the overall time. So now you're not spending an hour; you're spending ten minutes. So then you take you know eighty percent of ten minutes, which is eight minutes. Right. Um, just again, nice nice whole numbers. Mm-hmm. So applying it to the bottom line of you know in terms of like. Let's go back to non-payers for a second. So, uh, because I mean, I think at the cusp of it, this is something that's really relatable to people is, is, is the ability to actually bring in revenue. So, the if I bring so if I've got twenty percent of my customers are non-payers, meaning they go either don't either haven't paid uh, or are let's say forty-five days past due or yep. more. Mm-hmm. If you eliminate those tw- those customers, which make up about twenty percent. Doesn't mean you don't have any non-payers or poor payers anymore. They've just right. you've shrunken the problem to put it in context of what you were just saying. Exactly. So now your non-payers or your bad payers go from forty-five, forty-five days um, out to now thirty 
Yep. 45 days. Yeah. 30, 44 days, excuse me. So you're constantly shrinking. Yeah. You're figuring out what is your number one, instead of focusing on all of your issues. Because mm-hmm. uh, you've got a lot. Because you got, we all got a lot of issues. Everyone's got 99 problems. Um, but a bear ain't one. But <laughs> as long as you're listening to the podcast, that's true. What, what you're trying to do is you're, you're basically prioritizing what, what are my, what are my biggest issues? And you, you, you can, uh, you know, basically just reduce those issues because those are the issues that are causing 80% of your, of your uh, problems. Yeah. Instead of trying to fight a war on 30 different fronts and deal with all of these problems at once, you look for the one that is hurting you the most. Exactly. Slay that dragon. Exactly. You're welcome, Bear. And then, and then you can move on to the goblins and the other denizens of the dungeon who exactly. are causing problems. Exactly. Yeah, you're going. You're going for the root. You're going for the root issue. Yeah, you got to take out those Kendrona rays. Okay, stop. <laughs> I don't that get was, that reference. Yeah, either. that was uh, that was for our under thirties in the audience. I told you guys <laughs> I was gonna worm in an Animorphs reference. Our under thirties, they got it, or or they didn't, and I'm all alone. Are they all high fiving right now? Yeah, they, for sure. They're high fiving each other. There's at least one person who listens to this podcast who is very excited right now. <laughs> And that's the one person that I'm playing to. Far less than 20%. Yeah. Um, I, I listen to the podcast, guys. So, I'm going to be excited in my car later. Fantastic. So the um, are there are there so for people who who missed the first episode about E20 and kind of learning about this the first time around, Chris, do you have any references, um, any you know websites, other authors yeah. that have uh, that have applied this principle to some work that they could read a. a they can read about or apply. Absolutely. So my probably my favorite author on the eighty twenty principle is Richard Koch. Uh, he did the eighty twenty principle. Uh, that's that's the title of the book. Title of the book, right? So he also did. Uh, he's he's written a couple of other uh, books: the Star Principle, um, uh, eighty twenty principle for managers, things like that. Uh, really, really good stuff. Perry Marshall does a lot of stuff. On the eighty twenty principle, Kush uh, kind of modernized it, right? That's kind of his bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. He he, he took the he took the approach of, of figuring out how to invest. So take the eighty twenty principle and uh, invest in companies. And so I was watching an interview with him on YouTube, um, and he was at his house at the Strait of Gibraltar, which I think you went to. I did. Yes, I've yes. also been there. So did you go you to, to Richard? House? Did you go to Richard Koch's house? I was among you the twenty percent uh, of fans, <laughs> causing eighty percent of the police force of Gibraltar to come out to deal with us. There you go. I saw the monkeys though. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, so he, he really, you know, he benefited that, um, or he benefited from the 80, 20 principle by applying that to investing and, uh, basically, basically becoming an angel investor in companies. I feel like you, you bought into my monkey story enough. I saw monkeys, like just wild ones. Wow. The, what kind of monkeys? Uh, Gibraltar has like the only, uh, monkeys on the European mainland. They just like live on the rock. Oh, really? Yeah. They run. Yeah. We went that on actually really is interesting. I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, it's really cool. I'll show you a video later. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, guys, they're super cool. So you can go to Gibraltar, you can go see some monkeys and they're just like wild. They just like, like I talked to people who had the monkeys like jump on them and mess up their hair and leave poop on them. It was super cool. <laughs> it didn't happen to me. So, so one other plug, um, thank you <laughs> for eighty twenty. Ari Mizell. 
Ari, I'm, I, he's kind of a... Hey, isn't he? He's actually... Yeah, he's guest speaking at... Uh, at at uh, well, SA6. Look SA6 tickets on sale Dude, now. That is, kind of, that, is kind of, that is three segues that our guest has kind of just. Conference.serviceautopilot.com. Kind of, you know. Get your tickets today. Prices will be going up. So he was, um, he was, I, I discovered him recently. And whenever I found out he was coming to the conference, I was like legitimately giddy. Like monkeys on Gibraltar giddy. Like. A lot of monkeys on Gibraltar. A giddy. lot of monkeys on Gibraltar. Giddy. No, because uh, so I I I discovered him through Jonathan because uh, Jonathan is a big proponent and really passionate about eighty twenty as well. And so you know we talked about Richard Koch, Perry Marshall, and then he said, "Hey, have you checked out Ari Mizell or Ari Mizell?" And so really, really, really good stuff. Really easy to digest. Gives you really good ideas on how you can apply these principles right away in your business. So he's a lot easier to listen to than, say, Cody talking about animals. I don't know. That's pretty entertaining, I, I do have to say. At least 80% of the time. Um, <laughs> so so we're going to have some information in the show notes. We're going to have some Marshall, obviously some Koch again, and uh, introducing Ari Mizell, as well as have some information about this year's conference. Um so the really really exciting. There's a lot of great guest speakers. Bear, I think, you, think you've think you've talked long enough, Bear. Okay, there's a lot of great guest speakers for SA6. Uh, so definitely check out that page and, and as well as Mizell. There's going to be some fantastic speakers, including our guest today, Mr. Chris Volpe, director of training. That is true. What? what? That is true. So um, really fantastic, Chris. Thank you for so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. Uh, thank you for having me. For everyone out there listening, make sure that you download and subscribe, leave a review. Uh, Hopefully not of this one, uh, but uh, or at least not of Monkeys on Gibraltar. But if you want to, we still bit, need to get T-shirts bit. made, guys. 80 percent of our fans love our content, so just leaning into who we naturally are, we're leaning into the eighty percent that love us. There you go. True we story. can't. We, we still can't help the twenty percent of haters. Can we do Italian cheese T-shirts for this year's conference? SA six. This is like this is two. This is two conferences past since we initially talked about this. This needs to happen. Do it. Let's do it. Does okay. it have to be conference theme? It could just be like no, but I think we, you know, we, you know, should, you know. I'll hey, I'll do this. a design today and send it over to you, and then you guys get the t-shirts made. So I'll do the free part, you, and you guys do the paid part. <laughs> okay, we'll figure it out. You, you get on that design, and we'll we'll roll with it. Do so. you think any listeners would want those t-shirts? I know, can, I know John Bianchi will. John Bianchi would because yes. he's all about a good t-shirt, and he's all about just. Our content. Are so. we shouting out John? Yeah. Hey John. John's gonna buy a T-shirt. I'm t- no. And you know what? He. You know who else is gonna be? You know what? I'm gonna put him on the spot too. Matt. What is call it? You know, one of his uh, fellow company guys out there in Virginia as well. He'll buy a T-shirt too. He looks good in a T-shirt. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. We're we're gonna keep doing this for hours with just in front of the mics without recording. Yeah, absolutely. See you next time. The music in this episode of the Profit Road Mac was Riptide and Summon the Rock by Kevin MacLeod of Incompetech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 license. If you want to check out Kevin's music, it's some good stuff, Incompetech.com.